Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Well, what a blessing to be together, really is this morning. And just want to add to Richard's welcome to all visitors that are with us this morning. And you've come on the last morning of our little mini teaching series, which we've called His House, Our Home, in which we've been considering various aspects of the house of God. And um, so we've arrived today at wanting to say something about our gatherings, the gatherings of the church, the kind of thing we're involved in right now. And um, I'm going to come back in a moment and just, just share with you from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And the, the passage there in which Paul talks about what happens when we should pray or prophesy. So I realize that's quite a um, specific topic. And we're right at the end of the year. It's Christmas is coming. Um, but we just feel it would be really important this morning to take some time to share on something that we're often asked about. And we cover it on belonging. But it's another of those things. We just want to give time this morning to hear what God said. And if I could say this, to be taken up into the panoramic realm. But before all that, Sarah is going to come and share her heart with us, and I believe God's heart, concerning the gatherings of the church. And I want to pray, Lord, this morning that you will open the eyes of our heart, not our heads, although we want those to be opened as well, not our souls, or we want our feelings to be moved, well, open the eyes of our hearts, open the eyes of, of the Spirit within us, Lord, to see what you want us to see this morning, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hello, everybody. Morning, Sarah. I'm going to try this out today. This looks like a really professional thing to do, so I'm going to try it, okay? <laughs> so... Like David has said, I've been asked to share with you this morning about gatherings, about why as God's people we get together. What do we do when we're together and what's the purpose of us doing this? Yeah. What's the purpose of us being mm. here this morning? <clears throat> and um, in the context of the last two years, I think this is a really good thing to be talking about. It's yes. a really good thing to be thinking about. We're still, I think, just getting back into the habit of being together physically. Mm. Um, we've been meeting together virtually, um, but it's just not the same as meeting together in person. Uh, for some, meeting in person is still not an option. For health reasons, it's difficult to be with lots of people, or maybe for geography. There are, there are things that hold people back from coming together. But if we can come together, yeah. it's definitely the best thing Absolutely. to do. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Even before David had asked me to share about this, um, it is something that I've been thinking about recently. Um, I've been reassessing my time, what I do with it. I've been reprioritizing things. And I know that some of you are doing the same because I've had conversations with you and we've been talking about these things together. Um, so over the last two years, we've spent more time apart than we have together. And in that time, we've formed new habits, new kind of home life habits, new work life habits, new weekend habits. We've changed some of our priorities. Things have shifted. And things are just different now to how they used to be. They're different. 
Um, in the first lockdown, I spent all my time either at work or at home, which is the same for many of us. That's what we were doing. Um, just to give you some context, I'm actually a children's nurse. I work at the Leicester Royal Infirmary in the A&E department there. Um, we are the biggest, busiest A&E department in Europe. So we, we <laughs> see a lot of kids. and um, We're really busy. Um, and during that time, I actually took on a more senior position right at the beginning of COVID-19. So for the last two years, um, work for me has been a big stretch. I've grown a lot in the last couple of years. Um, and I have to say that at the beginning of lockdown, just, ooh, just going to work and, and then being at home felt like enough. My home began to feel like a refuge to me somewhere that I could retreat to and and be restored. And I felt like I was having a bit of a Sabbath period. Um, And as time went on, we developed new habits in our household. Um, We've come to church together for years and years and years. Um, But actually, our new habit on a Sunday morning was to go to our sitting room, (laughs) which is the same as you as well. And I have to confess that I used to attend church in my (laughs) pyjamas. Which I don't think is necessarily a good habit, but I'd got into that habit. This is confession, okay? The other thing that would happen is that we would have at probably 5 to 10, a crazy 5 minutes, me and the children, which was always much better organized and prepared than we were but we would run around we would be finishing cleaning our teeth eating our breakfast and getting ourselves to that sitting room that seemed harder to do than getting here for 9 30 on a Sunday morning um we'd got ourselves into a habit it wasn't a great habit and um I look back now and it just wasn't the best we would um worship together we would stand in our sitting room we would sing Then we would um, sit and we would hear the word and church was done in an hour. Tidy little box of church on a Sunday morning. Um, And for a while it did what it needed to do, but it definitely wasn't the best version of joining together with God's people. Not for me, and I'm sure it's not for other people too. I had a, a great devotional life, probably for the first six months of lockdown, Um, But then when work got really hard, when stress crept in, um, I found it more difficult to sit with my Bible to to keep that good habit going. Uh, I began to find it really hard. I would ask Rich to pray for me when things got tough, which he's always done, and and that helped. Um, But I found myself shrinking. I found myself drying out. So I would reach out to people, we would walk and talk, Um, we would sometimes do this in person, but very often it would be on my phone, I'd be walking around the fields with a dog, talking with people, and this was good for me, and it built me back up, but I felt so parched that it was like flooding a plant for a short time, the water ran through me, and then I was a bit dry again, to be honest. And I'm not saying that everything is about being here together because Jesus is so faithful. He walks with us wherever we are in whatever season we're going through. And he was there throughout 
all of this time. But it just, I wasn't built up in the same way as I'd been used to being built up. So I can stand here today and I can tell you that I need you. (laughs) I really need you. Um, And I need you in this physical setting. Um, This is how I... This is... I just need you this way. (laughs) I need to worship Jesus with you in this setting so that I can sing out loud, so that I'm not distracted by my own voice. I get caught up with that beautiful sound that we make together, our sacrifice of worship, where we pour out our hearts, where we sing to him, where we give him our attention, our adoration, our thanks. When I worship with you here, I'm not just imagining myself as part of the church. I can see that I'm part of the church, and I can feel that I'm part of the church. I can see Jesus as the head of the body, and I can see us as the body, and I'm captivated with something that is so much bigger than myself. I see heaven, I see the kingdom of God, and it does me good. When I was at home, and when we weren't gathering in person, the only people that had any influence over my week were the people that I chose to spend time with. My world of influence and my world of encouragement shrank to all those people that I selected to come and be a part of my week. And I look back now and I see how limiting that actually was for me. Because when we meet as a church family, there's a great variety of those that come together. There's those of every age and stage. And when we meet together, we spur one another on. Um, I want to talk to you about Becky this morning. She's not here. She's gone up to children's work. But Becky has been a huge encouragement to me over the last couple of weeks. And I'm sure others of you will have been encouraged by Becky as well. Um, I've known Becky for a really long time, many, many years, um, and we don't ordinarily spend any time together outside of being here on a Sunday morning. Um, Our relationship is that we spend time here together, but we don't bump into each other in our week, and I wouldn't necessarily think to call Becky up and ask her to encourage me. But over the last couple of weeks, she's really built me up. She's really encouraged me. When she came and wore that fantastic outfit on Remembrance Day, I looked at her and I thought, wow, that's a bold, confident woman. She wore a great outfit. I don't know if you noticed. Um, She came up and shared with us about one of her daughter's friends who was um, sick and, and, and talked about how she'd been praying for this girl. And I was really inspired by what she shared and how she shared And in that, actually, I can tell you that my prayer life over the last couple of weeks has been influenced by Becky and what she shared on that morning. Um, When I look at her, I see the faithfulness of God. I see that he has helped her to grow into a beautiful, confident woman of God. And when I look around the room, I see that in you too. I see, because I've known some of you for a long time, I see the growth I see the faithfulness of God in your life. And I give thanks for that. When I see you, I give thanks for that. That encourages me. Sometimes we don't know um, what is going to do us good. 
And I wouldn't have known necessarily that Becky was going to do me so much good over the last couple of weeks. But she has come here, she has given what Jesus has told her to give, and in doing so, she has built me up. So you don't always know the impact that you're going to have on those when you come here, or when you meet um, together in your life groups during the week, or when you meet up with anyone, really. You don't know the impact that you're going to have on them. But um, if we come together... The words that you've got, the encouragement, the prayer, the prophecy, the testimony, the word of knowledge, the song, the things that you do, the things that we do to function well together as a body, that builds us up, that builds each other up. And as a result, we become a beautiful bride. We become the beautiful body of Christ. When we gather, we hear the word of God together. Um, We're envisioned as an army Ordinarily, I'm sat with you on a Sunday morning, and I'm looking up here. Um, But maybe at those times, maybe I look around and I I see who I'm sitting with. Who's hearing the word with me this morning? Maybe I look. Maybe I look at Holly, and I, I look and see that Holly's hearing the same word as I'm hearing. That we are learning the same thing. That we are growing in the same way, and we become unified in this because. We are hearing the same thing together. We're growing. We're envisioned. We're strengthened. And in, in that, my relationship with Holly develops because we're in something together. And that's just much more difficult to do if everything is virtual. And I don't want you to hear that I'm dissing all the virtual stuff because it's really good and has a place. But this is the best. You just have to work so much harder to maintain friendships, relationships, and be envisioned with what God has got us being a part of when we're away from each other. So I know that I need you. Um, I don't know which one of you um, is going to do me good this week, but God does, and that's why he's brought you here. Um, it's not necessarily, um, it's not a coincidence that God has brought you here today, um, that you're here for a purpose. God's called you to be here and you faithfully responded to his call. And in doing so, you bless him and you bless me and you bless others that are here too. When we're together, we hear prophecies, which we have this morning, which is great, which expands our vision. We hear testimonies, we hear the good news about Jesus, we see people being baptised, we get to be a part of their new birth, we're unified through sharing bread and wine together. When I hear you pray, my heart joins with your heart, and we pray together to the Father, and he answers our prayers. When we join together, Jesus says that he'll be there with us, and I'm really conscious at times that Jesus presences himself with us and he moves around us as a congregation and I get the sense that he is pleased to be with us Um, he loves being here with us some find signs I'll get there in a minute (laughs) Um, we've been meeting together now for a couple of months and life is beginning to get full again. It's getting to Christmas, isn't it? We're trying to cram a lot more in. 
Um, and I have to confess to you, and I'm sure this is only me, but sometimes there are moments when actually my conflicted, fickle, temperamental flesh suggests to me that maybe I don't want to meet up with you. After all I've just said, sometimes I have that thought that maybe I would like to stay at home. Maybe there's a lot going on. I've had a busy week. I've not had much downtime. Maybe you wouldn't notice if I wasn't here. Maybe it doesn't matter to you if I'm not here. Sometimes these little thoughts come into my head and I have to have a conversation with myself. Sometimes um, I have the opportunity to work on a Sunday. I obviously work in a 24-7 kind of business um, and there are always shifts going on a Sunday and sometimes there's a call to help and I have the opportunity to not be here and to be at work instead. And I've never worked on a Sunday, and my colleagues have always been very gracious and allowed me to not be there. Sunday daytime, I'll work Sunday night instead. Um, but there is an opportunity, and something in my head said, well, it doesn't matter if you're not there, because you can always catch up virtually. Um, but it's not true. <laughs> These are conversations that I'm having with my head, with myself, um, and I want to be honest with you about those this morning because I don't think I'm the only person. Um, but in those moments, I have to remind myself that I'm part of a body. I have to remind myself that um, it matters to be here. And then I start the conversation with the Holy Spirit. And he reminds me about what Jesus did for me. He laid his life down for me. And he asks me if I'll lay my life down for him. And of course, my response is, yes, Jesus, I will lay my life down for you. And it means that when I have the opportunity to worship him, um, when I have the opportunity to come together and be with you, my answer is, yes, Lord. And I'm not saying that I can be at everything all the time, but I am adjusting my priorities. And I'm not giving in to my feelings and I'm choosing to be with you. I'm choosing to get into that good habit of being together with you. And it does me good. And I trust that it does you good. And I trust that God is blessed by that. And it's, it's within me and it's within you that we need to be together. When we're born again, we become part of something that is so much bigger than ourselves. I need church because I am part of the church. I am part of the ecclesia. I am part of the assembled ones. I'm part of the royal priesthood. I'm part of the body of Christ. I am part of his family. And I'm not whole when I'm apart from you. There's a cheesy line in the film, um, Jerry Maguire and Tom Groose says to René Zellweger, you complete me. And I can actually say that about you guys. You complete me. I'm not the fullness of myself when I am not with you. I'm not all that I'm destined to be when I'm not with you. So when we gather, we gather as God's people. And this is a privilege 
and this is an honor and this is my privilege and my honor and you bless me and I trust that I bless you and in being together God is honored God is magnified and just like we had prophesied this morning he helps us to see that we are part of something so much bigger than ourselves that's all I want to share Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.